Welcome to the Raising Smart Kids podcast. I'm your host, Yang Pratt, and each week we'll explore ways in which the arts can help you raise a smarter kid. I'll be sharing ways the arts can propel your child's learning and interviewing top artists, educators, and entrepreneurs. These guests will share why the arts are so very important to your child, along with actionable ideas you can easily implement into your already busy schedule. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast here on iTunes and share us with a friend. For extra tips on raising smart kids, head on over to artsmartparenting.com and click on the live tab. Hello and welcome to episode number 45 of the Raising Smart Kids 2.0 podcast. This is Yang Pratt and I am thrilled to have you join me on today's episode. We're coming up to the end of 2016 and just about the halfway point in the school year if your kids are going to public school and I wanted to just check in with you. I wanted to ask, you know, how are your kids doing in school? Do you feel like they're living up to their potential? Are their teachers pushing them to really develop their strengths? Or are we still having conversations about their weaknesses? As Christmas break is coming up, I would love for you to take some time and do a quick little assessment. Maybe rate how you feel like your child is doing in school on a lot of different levels. I would have you rate their joy of going to school. What is their joy of learning? What does that look like on a scale of 1 to 10? Where are they? I would have you rate your experience with the school from 1 to 10. Has it been really interactive? Has it been pretty hands-off? You know, rate that experience. And then, of course, breaking it down a little further, rating your experience with the teacher. Does your child's teacher really radiate joy and come across with a passion to really want to be there to educate your child, to help them develop skills, and to really develop that lifelong love of learning? Rate that from 1 to 10, and then rate yourself as your interactivity as a parent. How are you at pushing your child to develop their superpowers or to unleash their superpowers? In my book, I talk about eight different superpowers and how we as parents have so much responsibility in being able to identify those superpowers and give our kids the tools and the resources, such as classes in the arts, to really help them grow and develop that superpower. Because I feel that kids need all the positive reinforcement they can get. Now, I don't mean to say that every child every day should be given an award or a trophy, nothing like that. What I'm saying is that I feel that kids really need to have reinforcement from their parents regularly about what makes them special, what makes them unique, and really for them to grow into who they were and who they're meant to become during their lifetime. You know, are they somebody who really has a unique perspective on the world? They can walk into a space and be able to visualize things such as a sculpture or a painting or how to lay out a beautiful arrangement in a room. Are they somebody who loves to build something? Perhaps they have a future as an architect or an engineer where their brains are just developed and hardwired to be able to create something out of nothing. 
maybe your child is a little bit on the shy side or the introvert side. And trust me, growing up as a child, I was certainly in this space as well. I wouldn't say that I had lots of confidence as a child, and really quite the opposite. I really disliked being have, being called in class when I was picked on, and not, not picked on, but when I was called in class to answer a question. You know, I was very quick to give a response and really not wanting to draw a lot of attention to myself. So on a lot of levels, I consider myself an introvert. I do love to interact with people, but in situations really that I can control, if that makes sense. So maybe your child is really introverted, but you know they have such great time management skills. Maybe they have a way of being able to, in their mind's eye, create these amazing goals and attain them without any effort really on your part. They're just these kids that are the go-getters. They're the dreamers. They just are so self-guided, very self-aware, and that's how they relate to the world. You know, on the other hand, maybe your kid is very social and you've been having discussions with your classroom teachers about how to really manage that and make that a positive aspect of their personality and their school experience versus a negative. You know, maybe there are things you can do to help them, such as finding a local speaking organization, such as Toastmasters. Now, Toastmasters often will host events just for kids so they can learn to develop the very marketable and real skill of being able to stand in front of a room of people and to speak. So I want you to take a few moments to assess yourself again and think about are you really pushing your child to discover their talents to really dive in and learn if different aspects of the arts or different performing opportunities are for them. I want you to rate yourself on from one to 10. Now, I don't want you to be so hard on yourself. You give yourself a score like one or two. You know, we're all human. We're all working on raising our families in the best manner possible. We're often working on a job. Perhaps our spouse or our significant other also was working. Or maybe you're, you're a mom and you're, you're going solo. No matter where you are, I want you to really give yourself some grace here. At the end of the year, it's always great to just reflect on the year and think about maybe the things you would like to improve upon in the next year. And maybe for you, it could be really striving to push your child and be very curious about what they're doing in school, really developing that curiosity, because I feel like the curiosity bit sometimes often gets overlooked because, you know, we're, we're very matter-of-fact. We just want to get things done. And sometimes, as a parent, it's really difficult to step back Take a breath and let situations just unfold. So as you're giving yourself a score, please just do it gently with yourself. Don't be too hard on yourself and beat yourself up by any means. That is not what this exercise is about. This is really about taking stock of how 2016 has gone for your child in an academic setting, as well as how have they developed their personalities and skills outside of the classroom. And as we move forward, towards the end of the year into the new year, I'm going to be creating a great tool for you to really be able to record your assessments and really make a plan for your child's education for 2017. You know, what do you want that to look like? 
What do you want the outcomes to be? What do you hope your child is going to gain in the next year? And then really make a plan where you can work backwards and set a goal and put little milestones in place for you to really make sure that each time you're having an interaction with your child, you're able to think about what you want to create for them, what you want for them to learn, and how you want for them to grow in the next year. And my hope is that by using the arts as a platform, we're able to help develop your child in their whole self, not just a certain section of their, their personalities or their little brains, such as their mathematical brain or their, their ability to spell words or be a good writer. I'm really talking about taking stock of the whole child, you know, their physical self, their mental self, their emotional self, and really finding a great path for your kids and discovering ways that we can take every moment with our kids and create something where it's something memorable. It's something to get your kids excited. They're excited to interact with you even more than they are now and really looking forward to really growing into their potential. Having a quick discussion about, gosh, you know, what do you want to do with your life and how do you think that's going to happen? What do you need to do to get there? You know, opening up these dialogues on the way to and from school, or maybe there's a few minutes after school and there's some time between an activity. Really, again, being curious about what your kids are up to, what their passions are, what their hobbies are, who they want to hang out with and why, and then really trying to figure out how the arts fits into this life. And again, as we, we say a lot on the show, it's not about being the best artist, the painter, dancer, musician. It's really about looking at the world through new eyes. And those eyes are from the artist's perspective. And if we can take a step back as parents and help our kids look through their own lens of creativity and curiosity, we're only going to help them grow in confidence and understand that what the skills that they have and what they love to do are so important for the world and only they can do them. So my friends, I will leave you with this today. Take stock of what 2016 has been and start thinking about what you want your child's education to look like in 2017. And I will catch you again next week. Thanks for tuning in to the Raising Smart Kids podcast. If you're enjoying this podcast, please share us with a friend and head on over to iTunes and leave us a review there and let us know you're enjoying the show. If you're looking for more tips on raising smart kids, head to Amazon.com and pick up a copy of my first book, Raising a Superhero, How to Unleash Your Child's Eight Superpowers and Propel Learning Through the Arts. Thanks for allowing me to be your guide on this parenting adventure, and I look forward to catching you next time.